0: We here at Rack and Rock would like to thank our patrons Severick, Michael Hopkins, Yoblet, Brownie Davis,
1: Dead Gunner,
2: Michael Dresher, James Burns,
1: Michael Davis, Stephen Vest, Steve Areza. Carl Black, and William Walson. Oh. 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 Thanks, everyone. All right, and we're recording. I'm bleeding. Hey, oh no. Please stop bleeding.
3: I'm bleeding joy for it the time really that we're gonna be spent doing the podcast
1: today. It's
0: not really a huge just bleeding.
2: I mean that's
1: Sorry. I mean I guess you can't really I guess you can't really hear bleeding, so it's not gonna ruin the recording unless it like it's gets all like, over your microphone. It's not like his cast that time he broke his
0: arm.
2: Yeah, that thing was yeah. loud as hell. <laughs>
0: I just noticed that the title of this episode, Ryan, is being read by Will because it's, uh, 06. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh... just the
2: heads... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan.
1: I was gonna say, hey everyone, welcome to another Ragnarok actual play, um... I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be GMing this session, or MCing, as it were. Uh, this is going to be Under Hollow Hills. This is uh, session six of the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique campaign, um, which I, every time I come up with a name for the episode, I accidentally name it uh, Uncle Jersbleem's Hippodrome Fantastique, um, and I have not yet bothered to correct that. Wait. Um,
3: Wait, what's wrong? What's wrong about? The, oh, is it just Uncle Jay?
1: Yeah, it's so the the actual name of the circus is the Jers Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique.
2: Oh. oh, all right. It's named after Uncle Jersbleem and his non-existent dead brother.
3: <laughs> That's my favorite brother of Uncle Jersbleem's.
1: But every Uncle time Jersbleem I Jersbleem mixed... has brothers, he prefers. <laughs> Who are less dead and less fictional? Um, but every time I every time I label one of the episodes, I, I for some reason write in Uncle Jersbleem's Hippodrome, Fantastique, and it just happens every time. So I've I, I just left it. Um, so anyway, as I said, um, I'm going to be emceeing this session. Uh, why don't you guys go around and introduce yourselves and your characters uh, in alphabetical order?
3: By first all name
1: right. or first. By last first name or
2: last
1: by first... name. Uh, by first I think it's name. actually the Doesn't same
3: matter. either way.
2: I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is.
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So which one is it? Alright. Uh I'm Alex, he hasn't told us which one it is yet.
0: It's both. Okay. Oh, Alright. Alright. So I'm Alex and I will be playing The Messenger. Reginald Splat Esquire. He is a mortal. Uh, He is an older, uh, portly gentleman. He wears very uh, flamboyant and bright clothes, a a large hat with a very huge peacock feather sticking out of it. Uh, He's got a vest that's full of pockets that he's always pulling some random things out of because he's got a whole bunch of stuff from both the fairy world and the mortal world. He uh, has joined the circus and his. Uh, With his wagon, which is a wagon of several little rooms that's each filled with different things and is pulled by a mated pair of peacocks of extraordinary size named Punch and Judy. All right, I believe.
1: I
2: believe. I believe, believe too.
1: Yeah, I. I also believe. believe.
2: So I go ahead, I'm next. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm I am Ed. I will be playing Uncle Jersbleem. Uh, Uncle Jersbleem is the boondoggle hob. He's the ringmaster of the um, Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. He is a... He, I, I kind of based him off of TJ Swackhammer from Space Jam. Um, I wish
3: you based him off of TJ Detweiler from Recess.
2: No, no. Oh. I think his initials are TJ. I know it's Mr. Swackhammer. Um, but the the Danny DeVito Goblin Alien from from uh, Space Jam. So he's kind of a little pudgy green guy uh, with a shapeless felt hat, silk shoes, and patterns. He's got glittering eyes and a lumpy face. he looked kind of bullfroggy uh His skin is berry red and he's pretty formidable um His wagon is at the lead. He's got a big uh rumbling wagon pulled by a pair of surly bull pigs. He carries with him a polished knotted skull club and a wicked little hook shaped knife um Oh, I forgot, part of his clothing is he wears a, a rawhide coat, stained with old adventures, shedding wiry hairs. I, I think I've named the snake that he has, but I don't remember. Uh, he has a, a black and yellow, a giant black and yellow snake that likes to eat things. Um and then a couple of things that i've never used before a traveling kitchen jumbled full of good good smells i guess that's in his um in his wagon a book of children's stories homey recipes jovial songs and accounts of murder and a knot hole of wood peer through it and you see what's invisible that could be useful i should probably use that <laughs> nah um, <laughs> did you did you give your bindings alex
0: I did not. Do you want to do that before I give mine? Oh, fine. I used to, uh, Uncle Jersbleem used to visit me as a child. I've known them my whole life and I can never put them off. And Prince Paul came to me for help and it turned out to be costly for me. Whenever I see them, I must size them up. Those are my bindings.
2: For some reason, when when you say that I visited you as a child, I'm picturing that scene from Lost where Matthew Abaddon visited Locke in the orphanage and was like, "I don't remember." Which of these one. is yours? No, nobody. Okay, I just said I don't remember that one. Um, for my bindings, Dahl finds themselves constantly on my, consistently on my bad side, all undeserving. Though I would say she's pretty annoying to me. (laughs) Every session I must find some reason to confront them, if I can. Uh, That's Dahl. I've taken absolute unaccountable liking to Prince Paul. Every session I must draw them out, if at all possible. And Prince Paul is uh, playing... Go ahead. So I like Prince Paul for no apparent reason. And you dislike Dahl for no apparent reason,
1: right? Um, Prince Paul is playing Sir, not a, not appearing in this session. Um, um, all right, a heads up,
2: just a heads up going into this: this is an ex- this is I'm I'm experimenting right now. I'm in the office in my new house, which is several doors down the hall from my sleeping son. My wife may come in and tell me that I'm being too loud and I need to move rooms. So. Um
3: I was gonna ask
2: why you were like being like morning radio ed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're speaking very softly. Am I?
1: It's 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 yes. not often that we get uh morning radio ed.
0: <laughs> I mean we've got NPR ed to join us yeah. tonight. Right.
1: <laughs> Today today's episode Uncle Jerse Bleen reads the weather. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, man, it's Um, a good thing I'm... It's a good thing, like, I'm not in that situation. How would I play doll while trying to be quiet?
2: And today we'll be (laughs) auctioning off a picture of Schoenberg playing table tennis. (laughs) That's an actual prize from NPR that I heard once.
3: That's the Uh, only thing I've I've ever wanted. Speaking of I, I'm Eric, and I will be playing doll. She's a stick figure. Uh... She is a living doll, basically, hence the name. Uh, She has a good voice that no one was ever annoyed by. Um, She has ribbons on her limbs. She has a doll-like face. Her skin is canvas white. Uh, She's wearing a pretty dress, and she's got a womanish figure, although that's all her summer appearance. If, if, If she changes to winter, it could be something else. Uh, she's basically, like, kind of the clown of the group, but she also does, uh, a lot of the introductions for the shows whenever I feel creative enough to write something. Uh, her bindings are, uh, Uncle Jersbleem knows where I came from or who made me, but won't tell me. If I blurt out to them what I think is going on, express myself to them in caper antics, or choose an option that affects them when I get to work, they can freely ignore me, no matter what I roll or what I choose. And then I've
4: taken,
3: <laughs> I've taken again, Uncle Jerzblame to be my especial role model, following them around and trying to match their style in a plum. I could never confront them or waylay them. And it works very well because he likes me so much.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say, and it works out so well because you follow me around loving everything that I do. And, <laughs> yeah, I um... love
4: it.
3: <laughs> oh and also i sure. have a broom named bertram oh yeah it's very yeah. important
1: It's a say yep. uh, it's a nice little dynamic that you guys have um okay so in that case uh before we pick things up um let's see uh what what was your last show was it in the f- fairyland the mortal world or between worlds uh, what was the occasion, and would you say it was a disaster, a hungry audience, a welcome respite, an easy show, a minefield, or what? Well,
2: I think it was between worlds. Because if I remember correctly, at the end of last the last show, we started
0: toward the other the other world. Okay. Yeah. At the, um, yeah. At the end of the nearly yearly festival, we uh, were moving towards the other world. <sighs>
1: Um so so where in between worlds did you perform? Was it uh was it like a, a recognizable location? Uh was it just some kind of a, a nonsense area in reality between uh Arcadia and the human world or
0: Um Do we wanna bring it back and say it was Kanye's imagination? Okay <laughs> That sounds like a nonsense I- area.
1: So you somehow found yourself inside uh, Yeezy's imagination.
4: (laughs) Yep.
2: I can hear Ryan typing.
1: Yeah. That's the one bad part about using this microphone. Um, And I will tell you guys that uh, your next session after this one, the the next show and uh, the ultimate show of your tour is going to be uh, for um, Lucifer and his demonic retinue in Hell Itself. Oh, and
2: the the show in...
0: I thought this was going to be the show in Hell.
2: Nope. Um, The show in Kanye's imagination didn't go so well because he kept interrupting us and telling us how Beyoncé would have done a better performance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was going to let you finish,
2: but... <laughs> like in the middle of in the middle of one of Dahl's poems, he just stood up and was like Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you finish.
3: <laughs> and then he had fish sticks.
2: I
1: get it. Alright. Um so um as we as we round into this show, um, the the afterlife lies along a different axis than um fairy world and the mortal realm. So while you can pretty much freely move from one to the other as you deser- as you desire, um getting getting to the hereafter is slightly different. You have to find a a place uh where the veil is especially thin um and and usually you need uh some some spirits of the dead Um, to show you the way, um, to ferry you across the, the boundary, the divide. Um, some, sometimes there are guardians that patrol the, um, the areas between life and death. And if you can pass yourself off as, um, you know, dead, dead spirits, it's easier to, (coughs) excuse me, to slip by them. Oh, of course now I start coughing sorry um so you have arranged to perform in a space where the veil is especially thin um which is uh the ghost town of flagstaff maine um the um the caravan of wagons is um Traveling through the Maine countryside, it's a it's a wide open valley, very rural area. Uh, there's a there's a big mountain range uh, to the to the east. Um, and as you as you make your way down the road, Uncle Jay, it occurs to you that you forgot to tell everybody something, um, which is that the town of Flagstaff, Maine, is is thirty feet under water.
4: Huh.
2: <clears throat> so do I come to this realization as we're underwater or like just before or
1: um well the there's you you make the turn onto the old country dirt road um that's supposed to take you into town. Um and you you see that it um, sort of dips down uh, under the under the water line of um uh, a big reservoir lake um maybe maybe you've got about like a minute a minute or so before you before you get there um stopping the whole caravan at this point would be a frivolous waste of time so best to just tell everybody to prepare themselves you know to be submerged underwater and keep going or I mean, it's your circus. You do what you like. But it
2: just occurred to me that I never asked if you were all amphibious.
3: Oh no, oh, I only wor- oh. I only work with my right hand.
4: Okay, doll.
2: Reginald.
0: Oh no, most assuredly not, my dear Josby. Mammalian through and through. Ah.
2: Well, uh, that might cause some issues. Uh, How are you at holding your breath?
0: Oh Well, in my younger days, I was the breath-holding champion of my uh, summer camp one year, but the competition was mostly asthmatic, so it wasn't that much of a challenge.
2: (laughs) A uh, ever-so-slight... Detail about our next performance has slipped my mind. The town that we'll be going to... Oh, what is that? To, the town that we're going to is located... How deep underwater, Ryan?
1: Um, average about, about 20 feet, but it goes as deep as 45.
2: About 20 to 45 feet underwater.
1: I don't hmm. think I breathe. Well, that's... Um, Reginald about breathe? this time. <laughs> Dahl Doll looks Doll looks puzzled about that about that point. Um Reginald, you see the uh the first the first wagon um uh just the the uh draft animals carrying it um splash into the water um and and just pull it uh down under under the surface um the the whole caravan is traveling at a at a pretty brisk clip um so you you've got like maybe a maybe a few seconds to to react um i think i'm gonna say for for expediency's sake that you guys see prince paul um he he says uh well i suppose i will have to uh catch you all later um I, I apologize and he, he tips his hat and gives a small bow and then just um swings out of the out of the wagon that you were all riding in um and and waves as as the caravan passes him by.
2: Oh what are we gonna do I without guess he, him I guess he breathes
4: hmm. Well
0: uh Uncle Jersbleen says oh uh, not Uncle Jersbleen. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Reginald says, oh, dear, uh, and runs into his wagon and starts rummaging through uh, a whole bunch of things. You hear, like, lots of uh, clattering and banging coming from inside his wagon as he's going through stuff. Uh, and he, he comes out uh, wearing a uh, an old uh, faded orange scuba tank with uh, a big full face mask to cover him. Uh, and he has uh, mismatched, uh, different color flippers. One is black, and one is yellow. Uh, and he's he's wearing those. Okay. Hope I remember to to top this up. Um, ah, problem
1: solved. So I'm I'm going to say that uh, this is really only a, a problem for the mortal members of the uh, the hippodrome. Um, the the fae. Uh, do various ridiculous things like um they take deep gulping breaths or uh one of them puts a clothespin over their nose. Um, there's there's one that's um just sort of uh like draws gills on the side of their neck and then they, they pop up and um they start to they start to breathe underwater. Um but as you as you cross the boundary under the lake, um
2: the horseman puts a fishbowl in his head.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um The um The peacocks as well. Um they they, they have little peacock snorkels. Of course. That they just sort of just sort of extend upwards. Um Things things get a little shimmery for a second. Um, the uh, a- anything anything that's that's buoyant, oddly enough, doesn't start to float. Um, oh, good because I was thinking I was wondering if I was buoyant. Oh, you, <laughs> you know what? I think I think as a stick figure uh, doll probably is buoyant. So, doll, what are you doing about this?
3: Uh. I thought you said the things don't... Uh, well, she's th- she's still thinking right now about if she breathes or not. Unless that would mean that everyone would go underwater and I would stay above the water, it, uh, effectively removing me from the scene, at which point I will change my action
1: i i think it's I think it's funnier that uh, so i'm I'm going to reverse myself i'm going to say that uh things things that are buoyant do start to float within the wagons um the uh the water line just you know raises up um, there's um if there are if there are windows in the in the wagons um the the water pours in um anything anything that's not secured down starts to starts to float and that includes doll so <laughs> i'm going to secure um, myself
3: down is there something um, i can
1: secure myself down with um yeah there's there's probably some rope um if, if you want to find something heavy to like stuff in your pockets that would probably help too
3: what's the heaviest thing nearby
1: uncle James. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: was
1: say. Um well I I think if, if we're all in um if we're all in Reginald's uh wagon. Reginald, what is the heaviest thing that you own in your wagon?
0: Oh wait, we're all in my wagon? Oh, okay. Um I I don't know. I got a lot of stuff in my wagon. Um Would you like to I also started making a list of stuff. Would you like to weigh yourself down with um Let's see, what have I got um I got fourteen ukuleles you can use, yes, uh oh, I also have some reclaimed barn shingles. I made my choice uh, <laughs> well the the ukuleles also happen to be uh buoyant. Oh, I have three flat tires. You could use that
3: all right, hopefully they won't pull my limbs off.
0: Let's do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like uh they're like. Big old truck tire inner tubes um, that are that are deflated. So you just sort of pull them over yourself like a big uh, like a big dress, um, and they are they are you know like half inch thick rubber. So they weigh you down enough.
4: Um, All
1: right. Now now to get back to thinking about if I
3: breathe because I'm really rid- <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: as you. Uh, as the caravan progresses along you go through this kind of shimmery area and it's it's really strange um uncle jay and doll and all of the rest of the fae characters um you you guys can just sort of you know treat it as if you were not underwater um it's it's an ancient agreement that the fae have with uh with the spirits of of nature um reginald you have the sensation you have the sensation of being underwater you feel the um you feel the 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 dampness on your on your um wetsuit and and the pressure of being underwater um but it doesn't seem like you are. Um, the The countryside kind of uh, spreads out around you guys, um, and you can see um, the the freshly the freshly cut stumps of a forest full of trees. There's um, woodmen there's a there's, a, there's woodman, um, stacking the logs, um, and it looks like they're they're burning brush. There's a there's an enormous bonfire that has been set up. Um, and as you, as you pull into the village of Flagstaff, um, you notice some, some kind of conflicting imagery. Um, there's a, there's like, um, crepe paper streamers strung across the main drag. Uh, it's a, it's a kind of a picturesque, um, small New England town, um, there's a there's a, a general store, um a, a church house, a school house, um, the uh a banner a banner says um old home days celebration. Um but nobody in town uh that you pass on the street seems to be in a celebratory mood. Um they they all they all look um They're looking around uh, wistfully um, as if they're as if they're taking their their last look. Um, They're taking their last look at the home at their at their hometown. Um, And when you when you get to the uh, when you get to the end of the main street, um, there's a there's kind of a, a stage set up. Um, and it looks like there are some people, um, you know, preparing for, um, you know, some, some kind of event. Um, there's a, there's a guy on the stage. Uh, he, he looks like he's wearing a, a pinstripe suit, uh, and a bow tie, uh, seems to be, seems to be practicing some kind of a speech, um, pacing back and forth on the stage, Um, and, uh, you see kind of a, kind of a, uh, a fat man in a checkered coat, uh, it is a, it is a little coat. (laughs) Um, it is, it is distinctly too small for him. Uh, he seems to be, he seems to be talking to an older woman. Um, she appears to be, uh, rotting in her clothes. She's very, she's very skeletal, um, with, with like putrefying flesh and she doesn't, she doesn't seem to be, you know, want to be listening to what this guy is telling her. Um, there's also some townsfolk, you know, just like milling around, um, one one guy is um, has walked up to the schoolhouse, and is just sort of like tenderly tenderly patting the um, patting the doorway. Um, you have arrived at the show. Um, so I so before,
0: are we supposed to do a show here, or are we just meeting these people to hitch a ride to the underworld?
1: No, you're supposed to do a show here. Okay. Well, if there was ever a place that was in need of
2: the uh, services of the Hippodrome Fantastique, I think we found it. Also
4: perhaps <laughs> a
3: doll, Dahl,
2: Dahl, you don't need to talk like that.
3: Oh, sorry.
2: What were you about to say, important one?
3: Oh, let's do the best we can to help them out.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Reginald. <laughs> yes? You were about to say something. Oh, I was just, I was just saying that this place, uh, in addition to a show to lift its spirits, could also use a mop or two. Yes, it's, it's a little damp. You do realize this is going to uh, make a performance rather difficult. Well, maybe for the mortals, but for the Fae,
2: the uh, water is a second home to us.
0: Well, good for you, then. And,
2: uh, we have a few. Uh, are we in freshwater or saltwater? water?
1: Um, it's freshwater, the and we do
2: have a few. And, fr- the
4: other.
2: and we do have a few freshwater mermen and mermaids and mermen within our ranks.
0: Of course. Well, perhaps we should find the uh, <clears throat> the person in charge of this. The mayor in Hamlet. These people are all full of
1: whist. Um, yeah, about that time, the uh, the gentleman who was pacing back and forth on the stage, um, he he climbs down and starts making his way, uh, making his way over toward you. Toward you. Speak <sighs> of the devil. Oh my, it is a it is a pleasure to see you, folks. Um, you you must be the entertainment. Yes, I am
2: Uncle Jersbleem of the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. It is
1: an honor to make your
2: acquaintance.
1: Uh, M- Mayor Gray, uh, pleasure, sir. Pleasure. What an do name. I, I don't... Uh, I don't need to tell you that... Uh, well, the spirits... Spirits around here could use some lifting. Um, I promise you, Mayor Gray, by the time... Our show is finished. You will have changed your name. Ah,
2: uh,
4: that—that uh, good. Him? Huh?
2: No doll. No.
4: I have to explain. Well,
3: I'm a lovely back. fella.
4: You were
2: about to say something.
1: Oh, uh, I was just going to say, if you, if you want to, uh, feel free to set up in the square over there. Um, the, the festivities should begin uh, probably in a few hours, though. I, I, I don't know if uh, many of the townsfolk will be uh, quite, quite up for it. Um, it's, uh, it's a difficult thing say goodbye to everything you've ever known.
0: Well, when did uh, all of this happen? This r- redecoration.
1: Uh well, most uh, most people in the valley uh have, have sold their homes over the last 20 years. There are a few holdouts. Uh old Miss Savage over there, um for instance. Uh, but uh they're building the dam next year, and, uh, well, we, we just thought it would be a, a, a good thing to, uh, you know, well, have, have one last hurrah in town, as it were. Where will you all be relocating? Oh, well, some of us are moving up to Eustace. Um, some folks who won't be uh, too far above the floodplain are uh, moving their houses up their property. I'll have some uh, nice lakeside views, that's for sure. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um... That's only
2: the tip of the iceberg. The rest of our jokes are much funnier than that one, I promise.
3: <laughs> okay, we got lofty goals to meet. <laughs>
0: Oh, they want us to be funny? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's going to be a challenge. Um, I,
3: I don't know if I have it in me to be funny today, everyone. I seem to be a little tired.
1: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
0: I take my tires back and let Doll float to the surface of the lake. <laughs>
4: Goodbye! <laughs> um, he he really?
0: looks no i don't (laughs) he he does
1: he does look askance at you doll um you you're 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 really like weighted down by these tires it's it's tough for you to move even you know it it would be tough for, for you to move even outside of the water but underwater now it's it seems to be doubly hard so you're just sort of like waddling around um is uh is she is she okay Buoyancy is a curse around in these parts. Hmm. He, he goes blank for a second and he, right, right. Well, like like I said, make yourself, make yourself at home. make yourselves at home. Um, ceremonies is going to start in a couple of hours. Um, we, we've got the historical society is going to make a small presentation. Um, the uh we got uh we got mr wilson over there from the uh state power company um you know he's uh he's gonna say a few words he he gestures to the the fat guy in the checkered coat i'm sorry who uh M- mr wilson he's he's uh he he's one of the lawyers with the uh central main power company i think he's William V. Wilson. <laughs> um he he takes a he takes a card from his jacket pocket and looks at it. Oh yeah, look at um William Wilson. He he passes it over to you. Um the uh the card says that uh he he works for the uh Central Maine Power Company um and, and he's listed as uh William Wilson J D. JD Oh yes, yeah. uh, a jurist doctor. It's a it's a terminal degree in the legal field. And uh he is the one responsible for taking your town away from you.
4: Uh, well,
1: I I can't say he is solely responsible. Uh blame more the the state senate, but uh He's he's certainly he's certainly given old Miss Savage a, a run for her money over there. What are they discussing? Oh, I think he's uh he's trying to get her to sell her property uh before they flood the place.
0: I see. I look around. Yes. Before. My dear Joe I don't believe that these fine people know that they're dead.
2: I think you're right. Do you think
0: perhaps... If we want to hitch... Go ahead. Well, if we want to hitch a ride with them to the underworld, they presumably need to go there. And if, if they haven't gone yet, well... It seems we're going to have to make them realize.
2: We need to convince them that they're dead, so we can make it to our next gig.
0: We need to put on a show so good it wakes the dead to their predicaments.
2: I was just going to say that we should knock them dead—only literally this time.
3: <laughs> well, yes. Why don't we just, just just tell them they're dead? You know. Just deliver the
0: news. Well, uh, why don't you try that, doll? Be a dear.
2: Okay! Well, no, I, I, I wouldn't advise that. Doll's gonna jarring, try of... I
0: don't think it's going to work.
2: Doll, doll, doll. Uh,
3: what? I'm busy. Jarring a,
2: uh, jarring a dead person, scaring a dead person, and delivering them news in such a way, that creates wraiths. Do you mind if I create a little more here, Ryan? Time. What happened? Yeah, no, that's fine. Mm. That's fine. I, I like a, it. Such jarring news delivered in such a blunt, ina- in, in, in 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 unartistic way would surely turn them into wraiths instead of delivering them to the underworld, which would not so only that- defeat our purpose but would also make this area cursed for. Millennia.
3: That's not even Christmas time. Um, it would have been better if I got it if it wasn't talked over the first time, I guess. <laughs> <Sorry>.
2: <laughs> I am going to do that thing. Uh, oh,
4: I'm going to confront
2: I'm going to confront doll.
1: Okay, go for it. What do I do? Well, um, let's let's see how uh, Ed rolls. All right. So it says when you confront someone, roll. Uh, on any hit, you interrupt them and they can't proceed without dealing with you. So how do I? What do I put in the in the die spot? I forget. Uh, it's
2: it's oh, a two d it's
1: yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's yeah. slash roll two d six plus whatever your modifier is. Okay. Okay, so it's the same thing as the other one. Yeah. Nine. Alright. Uh so on a seven to nine hit, uh if they don't want to back down or force your hand, they can try to prevaricate, mollify mollify you, explain, bargain, or justify themselves instead. Um, so- You can't
2: possibly be as stupid as you make yourself out to be.
3: Oh, I mean, it's uh, sometimes, sometimes the impossible seems possible, you know. Uh, I'm very improbable, I would say. So, uh, about that thing you were saying, loudly.
2: Telling these people simply that they're dead would be the worst possible outcome. We need to tread very carefully. We need to finesse this situation. We need to make them come to the realization under their own accord. We need to gently caress them into the understanding that they are in that they are no longer.
3: All right, well, how about we try your way, and if your way doesn't work, then we'll try my way.
2: Fine, that's... Yes. We'll try it my way, and if that doesn't work, we'll just curse the whole area.
3: (laughs) All right, it's a deal. It's a bet.
2: What do I get if I win?
3: You're right. Isn't that what? isn't that what we're going for?
2: You will stop talking for an entire week. Ah! Uh, don't we gotta do
3: another show within a week?
2: Except for during the show.
3: Oh. Well, it is particularly audio podcast, (laughs) I think.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: A day.
3: All right. And if I win, I won't stop talking for a week.
2: Oh, that's worse than the cursed area. (laughs) You have a deal.
1: All right. Um, So if you guys want to make a note, I'm going to say that you're both beholden to each other to uphold this bet. And if... If if either one of you welches, then the other can take it as an insult if they want.
2: Uh. <laughs> All, right, All right. So we have to be careful about this. Otherwise, we create raves and turn this into a haunted bog.
1: Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, uh, the mayor directs you to, um, the, the town square, I guess. Um, there's a, there's a big open area, you know, where, with the, with the stage, um, you know, sort of to one side, you guys can, you guys can start to set up. Um, so it seems like, um, you know people people are in in poor spirits um you you can see you can see that the uh the eponymous flagstaff uh is is flying the uh the stars and stripes um with 49 stars um and it is it is flying at half mast um So you can you can go anywhere you like. You can you can talk to whoever you like. Um, it doesn't it doesn't seem like um, the uh, the lawyer, Mister Wilson, has noticed you just yet. Uh, he seems to be involved in an ever increasing argument with this uh, with this old lady who is um, one of her one of her limbs falls off, um, mm-hmm. and she just sort of absently picks it up and, and reattaches it.
2: I can relate I'm to going, her. I'm gonna to try to avoid
0: William the Wilson's gaze. <laughs> so,
4: so I don't want FYI, him to notice guys me, that
0: apparently this town is stuck in early nineteen fifty nine.
4: Okay.
2: That's my favorite so fifty nine.
0: You know.
1: Forty nine actually. That's my favorite forty
0: nine. Well, Alaska and Hawaii became states in fifty nine.
1: That's my favorite. Ah, so 59. excuse me, I, I didn't realize that it was uh, Alaska and Hawaii came together. So forty-eight stars then.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know what it is.
1: That's my favorite. I knew... what it is. I don't know why I thought that Hawaii became a state in the late forties. Because you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh
2: gentlemen and ladies gentlemen and assorted. assorted i'm 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 addressing the uh the circus we have a uh, another challenge in addition to this delicate matter. One of the prospective audience members has a grudge against me.
0: Oh, What's how? My, Why? How could anyone hold a grudge? How could anyone hold a grudge against you, my dear Jazbleem? You're you're a paragon of of gentlemanliness, gentlemanliness. Well, not everybody has a sense of humor.
2: I simply was hilarious, and um, the gentleman took it the wrong way.
0: Was this gentleman fey or mortal? You see that uh, fat man in the little coat? Yes. Quite a handsome devil.
2: I simply composed a book of limericks about him that were not entirely flattering. And uh, he took it as an insult. Did he die? Wait, but... Is William the Walson immortal or a fae? Um, he is a Fae. Okay. Well, he's here, so...
3: Well, it's never stopped one of us before, I don't think.
2: So he's dead or he's not dead?
0: That is a conundrum. Wait a minute, what was the name of this book, Jersplink?
2: Uh one hundred things to do with a one hundred things to do with a horse as told by William Walson
0: Oh I reached into the pocket of my vest and pull out a copy. Oh <laughs> I have to say it was quite enjoyable. Thank you. Number four was was uh, was, uh, was very inventive, I must say. I thought
2: it was creative, I thought it was rib tickling, I thought it was harmless fun. William the Wolf not that so much. So once he sees the uh, Hippodrome, the name on the Hippodrome, he may cause trouble for us. And if he knows that these people are dead, he may just try to uh, pull the plug and make that bad thing I talked about earlier happen.
0: Well, perhaps you could uh, make amends with him. Perhaps.
2: Perhaps if I composed a... Perhaps if we put together a, uh, a, sh- a show that was so moving that it changed his heart... And filled it with love instead of hatred. He would simply oh, yes, uh, forget...
0: What? No, I was going to say, that's that's possible. It would... I
2: can forget, pa- forget the past.
0: But weren't you just saying that if he sees the name on the wagons, he might uh, ruin our chances, which would presumably be before we could even put on a performance? Gentlemen, I just had a brilliant idea. Tonight's
2: show will not be ring-led by Uncle Bleem. Tonight's show will be... Will, the ringleader will be my dear departed brother.
0: Uh. Oh, you're going to step into character... Yes! A show for the dead led by the dead. That's an interesting idea, Jersblee.
2: Tonight I will not be Uncle Jersblee. Tonight I will be Brother Jersblee. That's B R U D D A. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: and i shall step into the shoes of my dear grandfather merlin stefanovich who died in world war 1 who died during world war 1 of syphilis at home well at his mistress's home
1: <laughs> it was a terrible oh. tragedy oh
3: we're going to yes. be different people okay all right let me think of this uh so They know my name is Dahl, right? So I can't be Dahl, so I gotta... I'll reverse it. I'm Lod. No one will ever know. Perfect. Lod. You didn't say the L long enough. There's two of them. Lod. There you go. (laughs)
0: Lod is a character from the Bible, with only one L, though.
3: Well, then it's not me.
0: (laughs) Oh, apparently it's also a city in Israel. (laughs) It's probably named after
2: the character from the Bible.
0: Yeah.
3: Sure it's not named after me? No,
0: maybe not.
1: (laughs) Eric's influence traveled back in time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh i thought it was it was a it was a city in the bible i thought it was a person never mind it's probably the same city
2: um
1: all right so uh how do you guys want to play this um like i said everyone seems to be uh keeping to themselves for the most part um the uh i'll say the uh the older the older woman who's who's losing limbs um she, she begins to walk off and huff, uh, and William the Wilson, um, is, uh, you know, like straightening his, uh, his checkered coat that's too tiny for him, um, turns and, uh, begins eyeing the circus suspiciously. Um, he, he looks like he's coming over to have a word. So, how do you want to play this?
2: Um, I probably should make myself something else. Well, no, I don't want to be one of those things. Um,
0: Would you like a disguise, Jasbleen? Yes. I I reach to a pocket of my vest and pull out Mark's brother's glasses. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There you are. Indistinguishable.
2: Right. And I'm going to turn my coat inside out.
1: Okay. Um Let's see. So, uncle, why don't you um why don't you play the situation by uh weathering the storm, whatever danger, disaster or developing catastrophe it is. Your role. Okay. Island. Hold on. Sorry. Ten. Ten. Okay. Um, so, on any hit, you choose one of the following two. The storm rages around me but doesn't move me from my place, or I ride the storm where it carries me but I don't lose my feet. Um,
2: I choose... I'm sorry. I
1: choose two of the following. You choose. You choose um, one of the following two. Right. So either the the storm rages around me, uh, but doesn't move me from my place, or I ride the storm where it carries me, but I don't lose my feet. I ride the storm where it carries me, but don't lose my feet. And then on any ten on a ten plus hit, you choose two or three from the list below that. <sighs> um.
2: I am calm enough. I am in character. Okay. And I can provide calm and direction to those around me.
1: Okay. Um. So, so you uh, very quickly throw on the uh, the Groucho Marx glasses um reverse reverse your coat um you know whatever whatever else you do and and um you you manage to compose yourself uh just as william the wilson uh himself comes comes walking up he he looks he looks around with distaste and and says Ah uh, circus folk is there uh
2: do do you have some sort of reason to hold a grudge
1: against circus folk, my good sir? Let's just say that I have a history with a man who leads a circus. Said some very unkind things about me, made me a laughing stock.
2: It's a very small world.
1: Perhaps I know this villain. Oh I wouldn't I wouldn't think someone would keep such foul company. He's a he's a miserable little goblin. He's got a he's got a squat body and a bulbous nose and <gasps> disgusting wiry hair. And the smell, ugh! Don't get me started on the smell. I
2: Unmistakable. Ch- he, Uncle Jerswine, clutches his chest and fans himself. You are speaking of Uncle Jerswine. And
1: he spits. He, 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 he. Likewise, spits out a beetle. <laughs> he likewise <laughs> spits. I see. You know the man's reputation. Know it. I suffer
2: from it. For I too am a Jersebleem. I am Brudder jersebleem.
1: He looks at you. Oh yes, I I thought you looked familiar. There is a slight family resemblance. Of course you are you are much much more striking and handsome than your brother. Thank you. I've always thought so myself.
2: But everywhere I go I'm, the name Jersbleem hangs around my neck like an anchor. People assume just because I share his name, I share his character.
1: Well, I, I can see how that would be a millstone around your neck. He's, uh... <laughs> millstone, he's... that would have been a much better word to use than Anchor. Because that's that's the metaphor. He's he's certainly he's certainly a scoundrel and a ne'er do well, and uh, a fiend, a villain. He gives circus
2: folk a bad name everywhere. He spits out another beetle. Now this time he spits out a wasp.
1: Ah, uh, well, I'm I, I must say I'm I'm happy to hear that uh, you're you're not here to uh, cause any trouble uh the uh i am I'm, I'm i'm happy to hear that you're you're not in league with with that uh that ruffian he's uh
2: never would i dare to spend another moment in my brother's presence
1: last i heard he was dead anyway He brightens immediately. Oh, really? Uh, Tell me, tell me, how did it happen? Give me, give me all the
4: details.
1: (laughs) From what I understand, he stood on stage,
2: gave his best performance ever, ever, and say what you will about him, he is a brilliant orator. Every breath that he uttered was from his very soul, from the depths of his heart. He poured every bit of his being into his speech. And the
1: crowd booed. Oh, oh my. <laughs> tell me, tell me, did, did they boo for a long time? Was it, was it terribly painful and slow for him? Oh, they booed
2: for hours and hours. while he wailed and tore at his clothing
1: and scratched at his face and clutched at his chest oh yes yes and did they throw things Was did they throw garbage rotten fruit glass bottles tomatoes, tomatoes glass bottles cabbages and pears <sighs> oh. oh you have no idea how happy you've made me that's what Te- I live to do uh, tell me, tell me, uh, I, I was, I was originally going to, going to turn you away, but would, would you, would you like to share the meal with me? Why, I'd love nothing more. Right. Well, uh, sometimes, the, uh, the, the food could use a little, a little tenderizing first, as it were. Um uh, this, this, this time oh the uh the ceremony should be starting oh in about an hour now um and that's that's when I usually like to uh bust out the mallet as it were if you'll allow me but a moment, I promise you
2: that I can turn this meal into a banquet fit for a king, oh.
1: Well, uh br- Brutta, I I do I do look forward to seeing you work. Um I'm going to
2: uh sp- you know dramatically spin around and go into my traveling kitchen. Mhm. Um and just grab odds and ends and all sorts of weird looking roots and you know big mills full of spices and um Bizarre-looking meats and and come out and and uh, make make a you know a, a banquet.
1: Okay. Um. So yeah you you uh, throw together you throw together quite a quite a spread. Um, Could I call this drawing someone out and using, using one of my trappings?
4: Sure, sure. Okay,
2: so that's eight plus using one of my trappings bumps it up to ten mumps it up okay. to a mums it up to a strong hit
1: um so in that case you you ask two questions and he must answer honestly
2: okay um where are you open to me where are you vulnerable and where are you guarded
1: um so um you you do seem to have uh, won him over with your story, uh, you know, of being Uncle Jersbleem's estranged brother. Um, he he feels he feels a distinct kinship and camaraderie with you over your mutual hatred for your for your brother. Um, he's he's vulnerable. I think I think that's probably um, he, he's he's a bit uh, credulous. Um, so, so he, he, he does seem to be just slightly gullible. Um, so you can probably exploit that trust. Um, and he is, he is guarded in terms of, uh, his reputation. You notice that, uh, he, he didn't mention exactly what, uh, crimes Uncle Jersbleem had, had committed against him. He did say that he said terrible things, but he didn't mention the book of limericks, um, he didn't. He didn't give specifics, so um, you get the feeling that that might be a, a, a sore spot for him. Okay, what does he hope I'll do? Um, to to be to be honest, he's he's really hoping that you will uh, make this make this meal worthwhile. Um, and as you as you you know prepare a platter. Um, you you start uh slicing slicing vegetables um on a on a silver tray um and you're you're about to um you know take the um take an old roast that you had you had unwrapped and and set it in the center when he says oh yes yes this is perfect uh this this platter right here uh trust me my friend when i say uh that that one of them will willingly climb up here uh by the time, by the time I'm through. And I'm sorry, say that again. He said, he says, one of them will willingly climb up here by the time I'm through. I I know just what to say to dangle their hopes and dreams in front of them. Uh, they'll, they'll march willingly onto our plate. Show me. He says, I'm fast. Oh, yes when the uh when the ceremony starts uh that's that's usually the best time to do it i can i can almost always get one of them there are times there are times when i can't but then well they they forget and eventually it all just starts over again all right i think i missed something so what is he saying Um, well, he's, he's saying that, um, one of them, he, one of them will willingly march onto your plate by the time he's done. The The ceremony, one of, well, you realize he's referring to the townsfolk. Okay. He has been, he has been feeding off of the, uh, off of the spirits here. Uh. Um, you, you. You, uh, sorry, uh, Uncle Jersbleem, you you kind of puzzle over his words for a second. um, And then you see how he's leering hungrily at at each of the people uh, milling around the town. Ceremony. When does the ceremony begin? Oh, about an hour now. The the mayor does his big speech, uh, and then he asks me to say a few words, and that's when I dangle the carrot. The carrot. It's a, it's a, it's a clever ploy. Uh, the spirits of the dead will do just about anything when you, uh, when you dangle just the right lure in front of them.
2: Do you think I could persuade you to hold off until after the performance? I think your appetite would be much more satiated after some
1: entertainment well they they do they do say that um, denial and uh, so self-denial is, makes, makes the meal all the sweeter. and, and Brudder, you you've put together such a wonderful spread here. Uh, I, I suppose I could hold off. I promise
2: you, it will be a night you'll never forget.
1: he uh he gives you a a big like a, a, a terrifying grin um and you see that it's it's full of uh, you know like broken and uh razor sharp teeth uh just jagged um and you see uh under under his pants uh his his legs kind of shift in a way that human legs don't.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says, "Well, brother, uh, in that case, I will I will see you after the performance for dinner."
2: I'm drooling
1: already. And oh, I uh, certainly he learned something. He walks off. All right.
2: Um. Does anybody... Do you want to go on? move on to somebody else so I'm not, like, hogging all the time? Monopolizing the whole, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so, um, Dahl and uh, Reginald, what are you two up to at this point?
0: Um. I don't know. Um. Hmm. you said there's not that many people around, right? There's the old rotting woman and the mayor. Um yeah, there's um
1: there's a there's a couple of people. There's um a man and a woman walking together. Um They so here's what I'm thinking.
2: S- yeah. Here's what I'm thinking, Alex. If we can convince the town leaders Like, the old lady seems to be a staple of the town. If we can convince the town leaders that they're dead and it's okay, then the rest of the town will follow suit.
0: Okay, but we're going to do that with the show.
2: Right, but, like, if we can find out what makes the old lady and the mayor tick and work that into the show, you know, that'll make it easier to convince them.
1: All right. Right, so basically, the in, in with with the setup for every for every game here, each of the characters wants something, and you can you can talk to them and manipulate them to kind of figure out what they want and what they can give you. Uh,
0: okay, so I guess I'm going to go sit and talk to the rotting old lady. What was her name? Um, her I, name is I just don't
1: um, Old Miss Savage.
0: Miss savage
2: i'm thinking about another old lady right now oh, oh yeah. yeah old lady who
0: uh so your grandma
2: we want to have sex with your grandma
3: i i i thought you're gonna say why are you yodeling
0: oh <laughs> so Reginald uh, swims over to Miss Savage. Ah, my dear, you must be Miss Savage. I have heard so much about you from the mayor.
1: She she looks you she looks you up and down.
0: <sighs> All good things I hope. Oh, of course. He he said that you are a pillar of this community and that uh where you go so follow everyone else. Well,
1: not too many people are following my lead these days. They all seem to be running off.
0: I heard that they're, they're abandoning their town. It's a, it's a damn shame it is.
1: You see that flagstaff over there? I do. Benedict Arnold put up that flagstaff while he was marching south from Quebec.
0: Did he now?
1: This town has history, and they're just gonna certainly does. They're just gonna walk away from it.
0: Well, what would you prefer then, man? I, I
1: suppose. I suppose I'd prefer people. Band together, raise a little hell. Not give in to some some lawyer in a in a
0: sharp-looking coat. Well, uh, between you and me, I I lean in and uh, I whisper conspiratorially. I've heard that lawyer is not liked by horses.
1: Huh Have you heard that now?
0: Oh, indeed Uh, apparently he's a He's a bit Dim, and they can tell Well I have to
1: say I agree there He seems He seems to almost take a kind of pleasure in it. Like he knows yes, that all of these yes. all of these folks are, are here for one last hurrah, and then everything they know is gonna end up flooded.
0: Like he's sick he's he's relishing the thought of your town being wiped off the map. Some people do take <clears> a
1: kind of cruel pleasure in that.
0: That they do. Uh, so can I try... I guess I'm going to try to draw her out. Wait, let me make sure that's what I, that's what I want to do. Uh, let's draw them out. Um, yeah, so can I try to draw her out with this conversation? <coughs> sure. Alright. What's my... My draw out is plus one. that's 1d6 or 2d6 plus one. 10 very nice so uh, on a 10 plus hit ask the two of the following they must answer honestly um, um what are what is she considering
1: Um, she is considering, um, civil disobedience.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, if she, if she refuses to leave, um, they, they haven't, they haven't threatened to seize her property with, uh, eminent domain yet. Um, she could, uh, she could hold up the whole, the whole project.
0: Well, that seemed to work out real well for her. Um, So I smiled, like, ah, yes, raise a little hell, you said. Well, you are certainly a clever one. If you're still here, well, then, they can't get rid of the town.
1: That's the way I see it.
0: But I have haven't you made any... What... Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. What was she saying?
1: No, what was she uh, saying? No, I was... They they haven't made any any serious threats yet.
0: But you said yourself that the uh, that lawyer who was here seemed to be getting a perverse pleasure out of it. What if he was to do something without telling you all? It could be dangerous.
1: I'm willing to take that risk. This is this is my home. My family grew up – I grew up here. My family has been here for generations since before the start of this great nation.
0: And uh, what does she hope I'll do?
1: Um, you You see her – looking kind of disappointedly around the town uh, at, at all of the townsfolk who have just sort of given up. Um, and she, she looks at you and she says, so you're, you're performing tonight,
0: right? No, oh, of course. The Jerzblian Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Well, maybe there's something you can do
1: to remind them who they are, where they came from, what they
0: have to lose something to, to raise their spirits. Uh, the, the same revolutionary spirits that uh, Benedict Arnold had when he raised that flagpole.
1: She smiles at you. If If you can do that, maybe we can make a go of it against the state.
0: I'm always one to stick it to the man, as they say. I shall talk to my comrades in arts and see what they have to say.
2: Alex, what's your cover name again?
0: Uh, my cover name is Merlin Stefanovich. Uh, and I will thank Ms. Savage and walk away back to the, the wagons.
1: And uh, Dahl, how about you? What are you up to? I'm Open. not
3: really sure, to be honest. I'm not really sure what part Dahl could play in this. Sorry, I I'm am I'm, I barely slept last night. I'm a little out of it tonight, so...
2: You could ask for a prompt. What is it called? Yeah. What is that called? Uh, call,
1: uh, for call for a line. Call for a line. Well, just to, to give you a little bit of motivation, um, you did you did make that bet with Uncle Jerzbleem. So, if if he wins, you have to stop talking for an entire day.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, like
0: no, an entire week.
3: Right. No,
2: I I, I lowered it to a day. Oh, oh, good. I missed
0: that. Sorry. Okay. Because yeah. other, time...
2: otherwise, it makes the next game stupid. <laughs>
3: At the same time, like the it's an agreement that we're trying his method first, so I can't really go for my method. Otherwise, I'm breaking the agreement.
1: I mean, that doesn't necessarily, breaking... yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to help him with his method, or you know, um, that that you can't put your thumb on you, the scales, as it were. You could try to like convince people not to go to the show.
3: I don't know if she would do that, though. Honestly, like, even though she'd like to win the bet, I-, I just don't see her as, like, the sabotaging the show.
0: You could try to find out what the mayor's motivations are.
3: Yeah, I guess I could. What's the mayor up to?
1: Um... He seems to be um, overseeing some some folks who are setting up the refreshments. Um, there's um, they're they're getting ready for. Um, they're they're not quite uh, setting up a setting up a meal, but um, there's they're, they're mixing up some punch. Um, you know there there are some uh some workmen uh setting up setting up tables along the side of the street um, he 's just sort of directing people like oh uh yes, yes uh, you know set set those set those tables up over there um uh, the the chair should go in front of the stage uh in in um, rows of eight we have enough we have enough for um we have enough for six rows. I'm going to go
3: and start parroting his orders by him, just to ingratiate myself to him, to show that I also think things should be handled the way he's handling them, and maybe then he will like me and talk to me.
1: He he looks over he looks over at you, kind of taking aback as as you you know pretty much just tell people exactly what he's just told them. Yeah, can, that's can right. I help
3: the chat? Put the chairs that way, over one next to the other, as one always often does. It's the best way to arrange them.
1: Uh, can I help you, young miss?
3: Oh, hello! I didn't notice you were there. Hello, you must be the mayor. Uh,
1: yes, you, you are. Doll, was it? What? Who? My name is Lodd. Oh, oh! Forgive me. I, I must have misheard. Uh, it's all are, right. Are you, it's a cover. Uh, okay. <laughs> are are you? Are you all right?
3: Um. Oh, I'm. I'm perfectly fine. I, I just wanted to come over and see. Uh, you know, we we gotta talk to the mayor because you know you're you're in charge of this lovely place, and we're we're gonna be performing in it, you know. So I figured I'd you know, come over and uh. Check out if you're, you're going to come see the performance.
1: Oh, well, well of course. I, I wouldn't miss it.
3: Oh, that's I, I great can't... to hear. Because Oh, no, go on. I talk a lot.
1: I, I can't say that uh, you'll have a very receptive audience, uh, but anything, anything to lift the people's spirits.
3: Well, well, why don't you think it'll be receptive?
1: Oh uh, well, there's uh, there's a bit of a pall hanging over everything. I'm afraid this is.
3: Oh, he can come of... too.
1: <laughs> no, he he left.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, he left. I forgot. He went. Uh, he, he didn't come with us
1: today. You're you're a very very confusing individual, Miss Lod.
3: You didn't say the L long enough. There's two of them.
1: Uh, I, forgive me, LOD.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
1: And anyway, uh, m- many of them, many of them have already uh, sold their homes. There's only a few holdouts. Uh, most people have uh, relocated over to Eustace or. <sighs> One of the other towns around.
3: Well, maybe... Maybe we could, uh... Raise the spirits, uh... A nice little, uh... A nice little performance for helping them realize that new experiences in new places, they ain't so bad what they sound like.
1: Well, if... If you could do that, that would be, uh... That would be wonderful.
3: You know, sometimes... Sometimes... Oh, oh, I got this one. Sometimes, uh it's, it's helpful to realize that it's, you know, time to move on to somewhere, else, somewhere else. Uh,
1: that does seem, that does seem a bit heavy handed, but, uh, I, I suppose it is the message that, uh, that my constituents need to hear, uh, anything that you can do to, to ease the sorrow they feel in this, in this moment. It's, uh, well, I, there's there's not much to celebrate in this celebration. Um, well, you know,
0: easing if,
3: sorrow is my favorite thing. I I love to I love to make people laugh and smile. So, perhaps that's what's what we'll try to do. I, I'll make sure there's a lot of fun to be had. <clears throat>
4: Sorry. Well, I voice. I must
1: I I must say I I appreciate it. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I I really should be getting back to the uh, the preparations. Um, yeah, so I Dahl, like what you do with those chairs. Doll, do you wanna do you wanna make a play here for something or? Um... I mean,
3: I think. His motivation is to make sure the villagers, you know, have a... Like, are cheered up and everything. I, uh, why isn't this opening?
2: I mean, drawing him out is is pretty much how to get information out of him.
3: Why isn't my... Sorry, my... Browser just like froze up, and I was trying to open the playbook. There we go. Yeah, I guess I mean I could try to draw him out and try to get a little more information out of him, but I I thought we had the information we needed. But all right, I'm sorry. Like I'm really kind of.
1: No, that's that's okay. Um, Uh, If you if you wanted to if you wanted to like try to. push him into doing something you could open up to him um you know whatever whatever you want uh so you got a nine huh uh, i didn't even roll uh oh i'm sorry i i thought you said you, i thought you said nine and i cut you off you only know what he's telling you you know he's not necessarily telling you the
2: whole story You know, for all you know, he could be in league He could be taking, like, kickbacks And he could be lying to you and could be in league with The, uh, you know
1: The say lawyer lawyer.
2: Yeah You only know, like, what he's telling you on the surface Alright, I get...
3: My... I guess I could try to see if he's lying to me or not. I guess that'd be drawing out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Eleven. Alright. Um, so yeah, you get to ask him uh, two of those questions.
3: Uh, let's see. What do you expect and how do you
1: feel about it?
4: Um
1: well he he really expects for the the night to be um kind of a kind of a downer um and for for everybody just to go their separate ways. And you can you can tell there's like an undercurrent of anger in his voice. Um he's uh. He, he glances uh, resentfully over toward uh, William the Wilson, um, who is lighting a cigar and, and just like he, he is the only person on the street who is smiling or, you know, seems to be enjoying himself.
3: Hmm. And let's see. Uh, I'm torn between what are you considering and what do you hope I'll do? Because, what do you hope I'll do seems like a good question to see if he really wants us to, you know, to try to get him to admit if he really wants us to help the people out and cheer up about what's going on. I mean, I can see that's not what he wants. But, what do you hope I'll do is the question I'm going with, so I don't waffle any longer.
0: Um...
1: he He doesn't know how you can do it per se um but he 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 says uh, tell me you your your troupe does a does a bit of comedy oh yes, of course
3: oh uh, not only comedy but i i i like to think that's the part i'm the
1: best at." Um, well, you see, you see that fellow over there, the, the fat guy in the little coat.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I could think of a song about him if you want.
1: Oh, yes, that would be, that would be wonderful. Uh, if you can, if you can, if you can take him down a peg, I, I know a couple of the townsfolk would, well, they would, they would really like to see it. These, uh. The, these folks from the from the CMPC just came in and, uh, well, they uh, they drew a chalk outline around our town like they were marking a corpse, and I think it would bring them a great deal of joy to see this banger lawyer uh, taken down a peg.
3: Ah, all right. Uh, I'll. Uh, I think we could probably try to do that. I'll have to talk to the rest of the group, but, you know, I. 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 I like to. I like to make people laugh, and if they're gonna laugh at that, then, yeah, I could try.
1: I think they would. I think they would.
3: Uh, I. I'll, I'll, I'll get some paper and I'll, I'll start. I'll start working on it post haste. After talking to my troop about like the thing I just said,
1: he uh, he smiles and he says, "Well, that uh, that would that would certainly bring a smile to my face and uh, probably just a, did. A, a couple of other. <laughs> you, you know it it did it did indeed." Well,
3: that's the kind of face we like to see in a un- un- Brother Jerry Spleen's Hippodrome Magnifique. And we're going to make sure we see lots more of those faces once we're done. I'm going to go let, well. people let let my friends know this information.
0: All right. Well, um, it seems that uh, Miss Savage I, I, is. will we'll, we'll go purposes of our own.
2: I was just going to say we'll we'll, we'll go into my into my uh, cabin into my cat uh, wagon to speak privately, so that we are okay. not overheard.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Might happen with me anyway. I'm
0: loud. <laughs>
2: Cross purposes, you say?
0: Yes. Well, uh, <clears throat> it seems that uh, the dear Miss Savage wants us to raise a bit of hell and get the townspeople to uh, realize what they would be losing if they give everything over to the town ta- uh, to the state and try to fight for it a bit. Not exactly what we would want them to do. We want them to go gently into that good night.
2: We may be able to use that energy. I have found that the situation is far more dire than we first realized. I am no longer interested in making amends with William de Wilson. Oh? Why not? It seems that he is very aware of the state of this sad little village and that he is feeding... On the spirits in a perverse ritual.
0: Well, that definitely sounds reprehensible.
2: I put it to you that we allow Miss Savage to have her cake and eat it too.
0: We but do not don't we need to convince oh.
2: We do not simply convince them to go gently into that good night. We convince them to go into that night guns blazing. They've lost. They've already lost. There's no winning the battle. But that doesn't mean they can't take him screaming with them down into the underworld.
0: Ah, so you're saying that we should convince them that... Woody of the Wolcen is the villain here and that they should seek retribution by dragging him to the underworld with them.
2: Yes. We simply convince them that the battle is over, that they have lost and that the simple answer for their spirits is to pass on into the next life. But before they do they should know who put them there and have a chance to raise a little hell, as you
0: said. And what about the mayor, Dahl? What did, what did he have to say?
3: Oh, uh, so you say, um, which one is, the, which one is William the Walston again? I forget.
0: The fat guy in
2: the
4: little coat. Oh! Oh, yes.
3: oh! I see it's all adding up like a big puzzle now. You see, because, I mean, like the puzzle after we put it together, because otherwise it's a part. Anyway, uh, he wants us to, to, to bring him down a peg. He, the first he being the mayor, and the second he being William the Wilson. We can
2: well, bring him works. down several pegs.
3: Like, at first, Perhaps. I thought he, want, he wanted this to go fine, but then I used my intelligence to figure out that that wasn't what he wanted at all, no.
2: You see, as long as we have him snowed now, it does not matter what we do during the performance. Fairy etiquette prevent. Again, I'm going to create a little lore here, if you don't mind, Ryan. Sure. I Fairy fairy etiquette prevents him from actually interrupting the performance once it's begun.
3: Oh, that's convenient!
2: Once it's over, he can do whatever he wants. But hopefully once it's over, he'll have problems of his own to deal with.
0: Well, that certainly sounds interesting, and... Perhaps this performance could include a dramatic reading from 100 Things to Do with a Horse. I
3: fitting. like riding them. Is that one?
2: Gosh, They're there's going to be a sense.
3: lot of other stuff to think about if you got to fill up that book with 100.
2: They're a little more creative than that.
3: Riding them backwards? You're closer. All right. I got two so far.
1: All right. So I think you guys are, are probably ready to plan a show. Yeah. I think so. All right. So in that case, um, that is in the uh, folder that I posted before.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right here. The, the playbill.
3: What's the name of the town again?
1: Flagstaff.
3: Why is everything quiet all of a sudden?
0: Um, I'm a perfect girl.
4: So
2: I'm thinking we want to convince mrs savage that the battle is over like we we need we need to convince her that she's lost and her only option is to pass on and get revenge in the process
0: yeah
1: so she's going down, but that doesn't mean that she can't uh, right. take down that uh, the the big city lawyer with her. Um, we need to convince the mayor
2: that he's a leader and that it's his job to lead these people into the afterlife. Those are the two big things I think we need to do.
4: Right. right. So how do how do you guys want to accomplish
0: that?
1: Yeah. Um.
2: So I think we should open with. One of those like Greek choruses where Uncle Jerusalem comes out and basically tells the tells the story of the story you're about to see. Okay. So, so that'll maybe be do the this opening. more air.
0: dramatically. Yeah. Okay. So first performer is Uncle Jay with introduction um and then uh, so maybe part of the play will be uh sort of portraying William the Wilson as like a devil coming to uh, destroy the town and steal their souls. Like maybe that's that's the thrust of it. Like he's, uh, you know, he's, he's an the evil, evil force that's coming. An evil egg. <laughs> an evil. The robot in okay.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: An evil egg with like tiny T Rex arms. <laughs> <laughs> With like a Pac-Man mouth that eats everything.
1: <laughs> Somebody could make a puppet
0: and rides a really tiny horse.
4: <laughs>
0: I mean, I could try to make a weird uh, little horse riding egg. I could, I could make things.
2: Yeah, why don't you? Why don't you like? Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, I'll make a, so act two will, I, I lost my thing. Act two will be, uh, Reginald, uh, creating egg horse man.
2: I'm picturing it as a, like a comic villain. Yeah. You know, like Ultros. From, uh,
0: Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Uh, What are you going to do, Dal? Well,
3: I'm working on... Writing something to um, what do you call it? To take the um, take the mayor down a peg. But my the her usual take thing the mayor is down like, a peg. I mean, not the mayor. Um, William the Wilson down a pet. Um, but what do you call it? Her usual thing is like the introduction, like you were saying. What Jay is gonna do.
0: Well, you did a big. You did a poem that one time. Are you are you writing horse limericks, Eric?
3: Uh, no, I'm not doing limericks. I'm just doing doll's usual style of things.
0: Okay, so uh, Dal will do. Uh, well, maybe so. Maybe instead, Dal should do the intro instead of Uncle Jay. Unless, well, Uncle Jay is um, the
2: ringmaster. That's true.
0: Um. So Dahl is doing. Um. Maybe Dahl should maybe introduce what? the monster. Maybe Dahl
2: should introduce the monster with a lim- with a a little poem.
0: But isn't that what you're doing? So we're gonna have two introductions.
2: You know, no, I'm telling the story. Dahl can come out and like do a funny poem about. The monster itself. The demon itself.
0: Okay. So the doll goes second. Then the monster comes out. The demon
2: comes out.
3: Right. How, how are we yeah. staging it? Like, are we talking about the... Do we have a name for the village in our story? Or are we just acting like it's Flagstaff or what?
2: See, I'm thinking that we don't go so literal. And, like, maybe the 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 demon is haunting a house, and the uh, quote unquote mayor is the patriarch of the family uh-huh. and the demon kills the family and uh after after they pass on. The patriarch of the family slays the demon and leads his family
0: to the to the underworld. Dragging the demon with him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't slay the demon, like defeats it and, and binds it. Because if mm-hmm. we want to get them to drag him to the underworld, then that should be part of the show. Right. So, yeah. like, they, they, they defeat the demon and, and tie it up or something
1: they they realize that they can't win but they can also keep the demon from winning and take it with them
0: uh and then maybe we'll have um we'll do it as uh, cuz it's just the 3 of us maybe we'll have um the like uh dancers do like a like a dance troupe do feats of grace and beauty as like a uh, you know, like we'll do it through through dance and, and performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You guys could you could have a you could have a dance where you know, the family members all dance in and one by one the demon puppet kills them. Yeah, I
2: like that.
0: Yeah. Uh so maybe that would be Barryus and the family Oxbow does sure. the dance. Yeah. so I'm just gonna put that for dance. I think
2: they're um, our acrobats, which is the same kind of the same thing. That works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's not there's not many groups of people in our NPC performers, so I mean I don't think the Hazelbreak Wind Ensemble will be dancing because no. they would be playing. <laughs> um,
1: they they could provide music.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll put yeah, I'll put them to NPC players doing music.
2: The Hazelbrook wind ensemble, you mean?
0: Yep. And then uh, so how do we want to end it? Is it going to be Uncle Jay again closing it out or is it going to be a poem from Dahl closing it out? Um
2: just to add insult to injury uh, do we want to, um, Alex, do you want to read your horse limericks?
0: I don't have any horse limericks. There weren't any games. and Oh, okay. It wouldn't, uh, I don't, I don't think it would jive with what we're doing.
1: That's, that's okay. a shame. That's a shame.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and now we I, end It through- was too distracting.
3: And now we end this uh, this tale of villainy being de- defeated with horse limericks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying I couldn't find any good ones and I was I was too distracted with stuff with the, with you know playing the game to try to write one. So no no horse limericks unfortunately. Okay. Uh, so maybe Uncle Jay's going to close us out.
2: Yeah, sure, I'll close us out and I'll I'll definitely <laughs> in the in the lobby as as they're leaving we'll sell copies of the of of the book <laughs> okay uh-huh. i like it i like it no we'll <clears> hand <throat> out copies of the book oh, give them yeah, out free for free
0: copies. yeah signed by the author yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's that's the moment where you take off your Groucho glasses yes. toss them in away the- and <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> And reveal reverse, yourself. Reverse your coach. I want yeah. him to
1: know it was me. <laughs> All
0: right, so we get three powers of our performance. So what are our goals here? I guess we want to uh, captivate the audience as a whole, inspiring them to largesse. That would probably be one goal. Um... Perhaps change someone's fortune by name, William the Wilson. We want to change his fortune. Uh, no,
2: I, I would say instead of changing his fortune, we want to change the mayor's fortune um, and Mrs. Savage.: Yeah, okay we want we want to embolden the mayor to lead his people to the underworld well that's
0: what i thought maybe captivate the audience as a whole inspiring them to largesse would would be that um we could do or, that but too, yeah we I could guess. i mean we could do both we could change the mayor's fortune um, and
2: then um we don't want mrs savage to become a wraith, so um convince her that you know that
0: Well, I figure convincing them all—if we convince all of them that they're dead, then that you know—and they should go to the other world. That's
2: all. But usually, usually in a game like this, when there are named characters, they're separate from the audience.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, Ryan. Like, um, well, if you if you want, I think mechanically is if you want to get something from her specifically, um, then you would separate her out um if you if you captivate the audience as a whole um then then they will uh give you what they have to give in abundance Mm -hmm. um i will i will tell you you don't you don't know exactly what may savage has to give you but it is probably something that you're going to need
0: all right are we considered between worlds right now ryan
1: um I'm going to say no cuz I saw the rule okay. there uh you only get one vote. I feel like that would make this really hard with only 3 players.
0: Yeah, okay. That's what I was asking. All right, yeah. so we you're... want to I'm Sorry.
1: No, I was going to say you're you're in the human world, just a a part of it where the veil is especially thin.
0: Gotcha. All right, so our goal we want to change Ms. Savage's fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to change the mayor's fortune and do we want to captivate the audience as a whole sure. um, acknowledge or celebrate a change of the circus roster no or give this place captivate its voice someone. that's what I was thinking too maybe give this place its voice I, f- I feel like that would kind of take the place of captivate the audience yeah. I feel like in this in this case those would probably be Similar,
2: yeah, I would say give message yeah. voice.
0: And we we already turned the circus's course to the other world, so we don't have to do that again, right? Right.
1: Um, well, We're th- hitching I've, a ride. Yeah, you're you're hitching a ride. Um, right. Okay. If you if you I, pull if you pull it off if you convince them to uh, if you convince them to go and and you know find rest then that will happen automatically. Gotcha. You okay. guys can go
0: with them. All right. So, cast with the audience. Sure... Sorry. Continue, Eric.
3: I just want to make sure what exactly is the purpose of my... Uh, I'm I'm doing a thing to introduce the villain.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And the villain is... What exactly is the villain trying to do in this? I just want to make sure my... Thing I'm writing works perfectly
2: He's like a, a gluttony demon He's like a gluttony demon He just eats everything
4: mm-hmm.
2: And he's going to eat the family But he's still. He's like if Pac-Man he's
0: were a, a bad guy an egg Mm-hmm <laughs> Obviously the egg should be wearing a similar the exact same tiny coat that William the Wilson is wearing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: A tiny little checkered coat.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay. So I guess that's it. So we have Uncle Ma'am, doing Ryan,
2: the intro. you made Will a really bad guy.
1: I I did. <laughs> yeah. I did.
0: All right, so we've got Uncle Jay doing the intro, then we've got Dahl doing a poem, then we've got me introducing the, the actual, like, bringing the villain on stage, then the Varys and the family Oxbow are doing a big dance, accompanied by the Hazel Break Wind Ensemble with music, uh, and that's the meat of the show, and then Uncle Jersbleem's going to do the outro, wrapping it all up at the end. Will's going to
2: listen to this and be like, uh, Ryan, I was insulted, I'd never wear a coat like that.
0: <laughs> I'm a stripes man. Oh. Um
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so um the uh the festivities the festivities start um you you guys you guys the the festivities begin um, the, the townsfolk, uh, all, all kind of dazedly wander over to the, over to the stage and the, and the folding chair set up. Uh, Mayor Gray mounts the stage and, um, you know, steps up and says, um, uh, well, my fellow citizens of, of Flagstaff, um, our, our community has had a, a long and storied history. We've made many, many fond memories here. Um unfortunately, uh, the the wheels of progress uh, turn on, and uh, the uh, the the state has asked us to uh, give our community over to it. Um, by, by this time, by this time next year, uh, the the dam will be built, and you know, where I'm standing will be, Uh, underwater, most of, most of what you see around me will be, uh, either torn down or raised or moved, um, the, uh, I, I realize that that this is a, a sad and somber moment, um, however, I, I feel like it in in this time we should we should remember our our friends and loved ones our neighbors um our our families who have who have grown up and loved and laughed and lived here and uh except that uh our our sacrifice will will bring, bring power and energy to the rest of our great state. Um, Mr. Mr. Wilson, do you, do you have any remarks? Um, William, the Wilson is just kind of sitting back in his chair. Uh, he, he's got his, he got his gut sticking out. Um, he, he just like sort of waves his hand. No, he doesn't have any remarks. Uh he he looks over at uh, at you Uncle Jersbleem, and he he winks.
2: I'm going to wink right back.
1: Well, all right then. Um in that case, I I think we should turn the uh the the stage over to our performers. The uh the Jules Bleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. And there's, a, there's a, a polite, scattered applause.
0: Clap, clap, um, clap, 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 clap.
2: All right. Well, I am going to get their attention so that they're all watching us. I'm going to open up like I normally do. Uh, I'm going to distract them with tricks and visions. Okay. Um, so... Let me roll that.
1: Oh, you missed a space.
2: Did I? so i just typed it
1: yeah yeah um
2: there you go okay um let's see i think i'm going to use a trapping to bump it up okay actually you know what no i don't need to um i'm going to summon uh a vision of so I'm, I'm going to. So I'll I'll tell you what I'm going to summon in a second. But I'm going to summon a vision of something. What does it say? Uh, summon a vision of something beautiful, terrible, whimsical, or sentimental. Um, uh, I'm going to take a step out, ladies, gentlemen, and assorted, esteemed guests, and representatives of the local government. What you are about to witness is a tragic comedy of the utmost of the utmost wonderful proportions you will laugh you will cry you are about to witness the story of the family flag as it is plagued by a demon and i'm going to summon in the air um, these like be- these sort of out- these outlines of, of like, warm light. These, like, humanoid outlines, um, you know, seated, uh, holding, you know, holding hands with each other, you know, hand in hand. Okay. The family flag was a loving family, a strong family, a proud family with history. One that never thought they would be parted. And then... They found themselves plagued by a demon, and then um, a blue a liquid blue like mouth is going to come and just like engulf the family
1: um, that is that is very captivating. Um, the uh, The people seem to be seem to be stirred out of their out of their days um, they, they sit up and take notice.
2: But fear not, for this strong, proud family did not simply vanish, did not simply go away. This family will get their revenge. And then the, uh, the, (laughs) the mouth Pac-Mans, Pac-Man dies. You know, like,
4: yeah,
2: and then just... (laughs)
1: Um, an excited murmur runs through the crowd by the end of tonight
2: you will mourn the loss of the flag family you will cheer for their victory and finally you will say goodbye to them and weep tears of joy as they move on into that great beyond I will first Performance, our first performer is the lovely lod <laughs> doll will tell you oh, who will tell you, a, of... oh, will tell you a little dog. bit who will tell you a little bit about the monster that's going to plague this family doll doesn't immediately
3: respond she 's just kind of looking around, waiting for her cue. She forgot her name
2: <laughs> The lovely lad. Any moment now I'm gonna to i I'm uh
0: gonna spit a spider um, at her. I was gonna say I'm, ah! I'm backstage with her. Doll dear, that's you. You're Lod, remember?
3: No no you didn't say the L long enough. Just Oh Oh, oh! Okay, she runs out. Making it look like it was intended that she waited that long. So, doll runs out, she's um, all prepared, this is when the monster is being revealed, right? I'm just making yes. sure that I wrote this correctly, otherwise I wrote this all wrong. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Uh, anyway. Beware, you gentle patriarch, for danger comes your way. A baleful, bulbous 'er ne'er-do-well is here to ruin your day. He looms above your humble home. He's here to bring you blight. And don't you know his silhouette will block out all your light? His beady eyes will stare you down. His pain will give you twitches. He wants to tear your family apart, just like his jacket stitches. He only wants to put you out and make you give a frown. His diabolical little plans will only weigh you down. He's targeting your family to gobble them up good. His gelatinous physique threatens your livelihood. He really wants to cut you down by slices and by snips. He hangs above you, threatening a villainous eclipse. He'll gulp down all your loved ones. Your entire life he'll ruin. Descending down upon you just like a mean balloon. Beware, (laughs) beware, kind patriarch. He'll tear you to the ground. I know he's got a lot of these, but give him quite a pound.
2: That was incredible, Eric. That <laughs> was very good.
3: Thank you. I, I, uh, right, I really enjoyed I'm that to... too. I that accidentally like, said "ruin" instead to... of "ruin," so I just went with it for "balloon."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I made it better. <laughs> it did. It I did. liked I liked balloon. Balloon was good. Uh, so after that, I'm I'm gonna call for the the power. Uh, a show of hands. That's it. Uh, I'm going to say we could use that to captivate the mayor. Uh, uh, yeah, because he's the one who wanted to bring Walson down a peg. So I'm going to call for captivating the mayor. Or I'm sorry, change someone's fortune by name. I'm going to change the mayor's fortune.
1: Okay. Um, so I'm going to put that in the roles and role playing chat. Remember, everybody gets two votes and because he is a problem person, um, William have, the Wilson also gets a, a vote.
3: I have a small, it's probably not important, but I was going to say like, maybe we'll put it in team chat so that, um, what do you call it? The, if people are looking at roles and role playing, they won't get spoiled for what's going on. But I don't know. Oh
1: yeah. It's probably not. No, important. yeah, that's. That's a good one. I'll put it in the planning chat. That's a good suggestion. Thank you, Eric. No problem. Um, Eric, you're
2: so smart sometimes. uh, Once in a while.
0: Once a month, you got a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Once in a lifetime. (laughs) And I am... Like that song.
1: I am voting no. So we should all... Because there's only oh.
2: three of us. We should all change be able the fortune to vote yes Mayor on Earth. everything.
0: Yes. For a second, I thought this would change the fortune of Mayor Guy. I'm like, who? Mayor <laughs> Guy? Like, Ryan, you named him. <laughs> yeah, so we can all vote affirmative for everyone else's. But I can't vote for this one because it was my proposal.
3: Well, then I want to help, so I'll vote. Yeah. All right, right right That's what I'm we want that right? one <laughs>
2: negative vote was from William the Wilson.
1: yes um so you you see him uh he is in the audience, and he is none too pleased with this uh this depiction of him and the uh very obvious caricature of this of this pac man egg esque puppet that is clearly wearing his coat I'm oh, going to throw him another happened. wink. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yet, right. I I thought that uh, I thought that um, uh, doll was introducing the puppet.
0: He is. She okay. is. Okay. All right. But I stop. guess it comes uh, out now. Yeah, made its entrance. Well, because I I have to roll to make the puppet and stuff. So that's gonna be that's gonna be my thing.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um so you do have a majority there a majority means that they try to meet the performer after the performance meet the performers after the performance to offer them praise opportunity and or largesse. Um, Okay. so you you see you catch sight of him um the the mayor is uh sitting in the front row um and he is just he's he is uh you know. Just guffawing, crying with laughter. Um, you, you see, he he looks over. He looks over several times at uh, William the Walson, who is who is just stewing. Um, and uh, you know, with with especially especially at Balloon, that really that really gets him. Um, he he. You you break him like Paul. He he just like oh, freezes no. in in a laugh, uh, and and and, uh, and and you can
2: have you ever see been the somebody the first time they see that. Uh, have you ever been around somebody the first time they see
1: that happen? I
4: don't yes. think
2: so. <laughs> they get terrified. I don't
4: know.
1: It's 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 very disturbing. It's very disturbing.
3: Hey, <laughs> Miss Paul. Hopefully, you'll see him soon.
1: Hopefully, I miss people. I miss everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Um. So. So. Yeah. You've. You've captivated him. Uh. He. He is. He is loving this. He got exactly what he wanted.
0: All right. Well. He's. He's about to get more. So. Uh. Standing off to the side of the stage. Uh. uh Reginald. Uh. Take, reaches into one of his pockets and, and pulls out a hard-boiled egg and he, he takes a little sharpie marker like, and draws a face on it and then he, he tosses that onto the stage uh, and he's going to use that as a focus to manifest the fantastic. So I Why bother my using a
2: hard-boiled egg? Why not just pluck out your own eye?
0: <laughs> oh, Looks well, like too late now. I already used yeah. the egg.
1: I was going to say, uh, that would so only look so like reasonable. a hard-boiled egg.
0: Then, then the Walson demon would just be a giant floating eye. So Reginald uh, tosses the egg and then conjures... Well, his goal is to conjure uh, a, a giant, uh, like, three-foot-tall egg. Uh, it's got uh, large eyes that glow red and a mouthful of horrible teeth that are just broken eggshell. Uh, and he's got like little stubby arms and legs and he's wear the only thing that it's wearing is a ill-fitting checkered coat that you could see uh it's got like those comically large stitches on the seams where the sleeves meet the body of the coat that's keeping the sleeves on and he's riding he rides around on a weird stubby horse that's it's like a cartoon horse. It's got a big horse head and a tiny little horse body that's just big enough for the egg to sit on. Uh, and the horse always looks pissed off at the egg. It does not like him. Uh, so I have to roll to manifest the fantastic. Let's see what happens.
2: Ryan, don't accidentally delete this game. I really like this one. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'll try not to. Uh... Uh,
0: I got an 8, and I believe I am going to use... Let me see, on the 7 to 9, it isn't real, only an image. Um, So I'm going to use one of my trappings. I'm going to use my Phoenix Quill Pen that can draw things into existence in any world. Um, to draw a silly little hat for the demon and toss it onto him onto the stage to bring the illusion together. So that'll bump it up to a 10.
1: I like it. So I, I love the idea, the image of you just tossing a hard-boiled egg or, or rolling a hard-boiled egg out into the middle of the stage and it just like rolls up onto its, onto its little end with a little angry face drawn on it. Um, and then you toss your hat out and it lands on the egg and then just sort of pff, then the illusion springs to life
0: yeah uh, so on a 10 plus it's real really here or you are really it made real by that distinctive human creativity that fairies lack and crave so I guess um, i'll I'll be voicing it. so we do we want it to be like obviously a puppet or did we want it to look like a real thing?
2: I mean, I feel like it should be as silly as possible.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, part of the look then is that it looks like, um, it looks like a poorly constructed puppet too. Uh, okay. So, like one arm is a, one arm is a little bit longer than the other. Uh, it's got, it's got like marionette strings that that float <laughs> up into the water, uh, and it just it just Kind of like it. The only thing it can move is that like it it can move its arms a little bit. Like it's just at the elbows and shoulders, and the the mouth moves up and down. So it's not even that scary. Like a South Park Canadian, (laughs) basically. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I love it. And uh, Reginald is behind, like behind the curtain on the back of the stage, uh, you know, controlling it and giving voice to it. Oh, you, um... I uh Go ahead. Go ahead. Did go we ahead. name the demon? Did we name the demon? No, we didn't. Uh, so what do we want to name him? Because oh, he—he's actually William the Walson. Uh, I am the, the is he the Walsoon? He lawyer. could be
1: the wolf.
0: <laughs> Uh I'm the, the litigator. The litigator. <laughs> All right, so he, uh, the, he comes. You know, the egg pops up. He goes, "I am the litigator, and I am here to eat your souls." I like the mouth. Rah, 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 rah
1: you uh you swing the puppet out and it it doesn't like quite go over the audience but it kind of like leers out at them uh and everybody there's a there's a collective gasp and and you know uh people like recoil from it uh it's definitely getting the reaction that you want now i throw Wals- william the walson a wink <laughs> <laughs> uh he he is he is just absolutely enraged at this point
0: Despite all his rage, he's still just an egg in a coat.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he can't interrupt the performance. He can't interrupt the performance. Uh, that that would be unthinkably rude. I established that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so in that case, we we move on to. Um, the uh the dancing correct
0: Mm -hmm. uh yes that is next
1: unless unless somebody wants to call for um a show of hands on something i cannot okay um okay so the i think i just
2: just a little thought for flavor i think the last person to get eaten should be the, the 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 grandmother she should stand her ground the lo- the longest but eventually succumb to the demon okay
1: um so the the hazelbreak wind ensemble uh begins begins playing a waltz and uh the the family members um uh played by the dandyside players it was you guys were having oh sorry varus and the family oxbow yes um the Definitely. the acrobats they they uh you know somersault and cartwheel uh onto the stage um dressed in in fine um suits and gowns um, and uh come come together you know in a in a perfectly timed you know um dancer's pose um they they start they start to waltz along to the music. I feel like they they show off the
2: pride and grace of the family first and like the unity and the
1: uh, in in uh they,
2: they they set the family up as a as a as a strong you know unit unit
1: mm-hmm. I like that I like that um so so they they do that all in in extremely graceful acrobatics um they uh they they uh catch each other when it looks like one of them might might stumble um they they uh hold each other up um they they do the thing where uh one of them one of them leaps up and and uh gets gets spun around above the above the other person's head um and then the music picks up. They begin to waltz, and um, the the demon, uh, the litigator, uh, one by one, picks them off. Um, and they they mirror the images. They mirror the actions from before. Um, they they one of them one of them stumbles, um, but instead of being caught by the family member, uh, he's caught in the jaws of the litigator and devoured. Um, one of them leaps into the arms of the other and it, you know, is, is held aloft only for the litigator to, uh, devour them entirely. Um, the, the last person standing is the, is the grandmother and she, um, is, is very graceful, um, but eventually does, does succumb. Uh, you can the it she 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 sells in her performance that um she's getting she's getting tired um as this as this egg chases her around the stage uh and eventually uh it catches up with her and and eats her
2: and then um yeah, And then the arm of the patriarch comes bursting through the the mouth of the litigator, but instead of uh instead of but now the um the patriarch has like a pale pallor to him it's you know it's obvious that he's he's dead you know he well while, while he was Backstage, we threw some like white powder on him, and uh, you know the lights change a little bit so that he looks ghostly and and um, and wan, and you know mm-hmm. he bursts out of the mouth, and one by one the family all climb out of the mouth of the of the uh, litigator. And dance around him and drag him down into the underworld.
0: Well, All right, someone better call for those other uh, show of hands because we're almost out of show.
2: Okay, uh, I'm gonna call for changing the fortune of
0: that lady,
4: Miss Savage.
1: <laughs> okay, um, how specifically do you want to change her fortune? Um,
2: I want her to accept that she's dead and you know um redirect that energy into uh getting her revenge on William the Walson
1: okay um so show of hands in the planning channel um Change the fortune of Miss Savage. And did that go through? Yes, it did. It did. Okay. And I'm getting the ob- obligatory downvote from William the Walson. <laughs> All right.
3: We did. It would be weird uh-huh. if we didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So a majority means that they try to meet the performers after the performance to offer them praise, opportunity, and or largess. Um, so you you look out at her in the audience and you see this look of realization come over her. Um, she she looks at she looks at her hands, and you can see that she's she's realizing with dawning horror you know what what she is and what's happened to her um she she looks up um and you you can see far above you the uh shimmering surface of the lake um and she she looks around as if you know seeing for the first time um you know what has actually become of the town um so you you brought that realization on her And and she she looks over at William the Wolson in a fury.
0: Oh, William the Wolson! If only he wasn't so (laughs) terrible.
2: And what's next? Is that me again?
0: Uh, You, yeah, with the with the outro, with the outroduction.
2: Ladies, gentlemen, and assorted, as I told you, this was a tragic comedy. There were moments when all you could do to stop from splitting your side was to hold it in laughter. But there were moments when all you could do was weep. Forgive me for deceiving you, for this was not just any show. And forgive me for deceiving you, for I am not who I said I was. You have not been watching Brudder Jersbleem. You have been watching a performance by Uncle Jersbleem. And I'm going to take <gasps> this glasses
4: off. Tal's <laughs> um, shocked. There,
1: there's there's a, a murmur of confusion that sweeps through the audience because none, none of them know who that is. Uh, right. <laughs> or what the significance of that is, um, but uh, you hear you hear uh, William the Wilson shout, "You!"
2: And as you all have undoubtedly realized, this performance was about you and the strength that you hold, and the history, and grace and majesty of this place. And of course, every story has its villain. And in the best stories, the villain always gets what's his. Thank you for your time. Um, and then I'm going to turn into a million insects.
1: Okay. Oh.
0: I'm one million ants, man.
3: Those one million ants have the strength of like a billion ants. One. Mi-
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they <can> carry <laughs> a, bill, that a billion. Nine. So I get to choose one. I'm gonna. Um, turn into a billionaire. I get to choose one thing, so I'm going to turn into... What is it? Uh, let me look at the thing. The Uh, playbook. On a 7-9 hit, at the end of my transformation, I return to my own naked self. So, I, uh... I'm going to turn into thousands of millipedes, beetles, and worms, and make my way back to
1: my tent to, to my wagon okay um as soon as it becomes evident that the show is over uh william the Wilson stands up and and storms over to you know where the uh of bugs are are going um he I, i'm guessing like you're you're spreading out in all directions so that he can't mm-hmm. you know all right, so, so he yeah. he just starts frantically trying to uh, stomp stomp you and and smash you uh, and he is he is just in a rage. Um, who who's got the last uh, the last call for a show of hands?
3: That would right. be me. What are we looking to accomplish with the last one? Um, give this largest? place its voice. Oh, give this place its voice. Yes
1: all right in that case we will
4: not five this place its
1: voice all right and i will say that uh because it is the end of the show and he is definitely distracted by trying to smash uncle Jay. uh william the wilson does not get a vote in this one Right.
0: Oh, suck Take it!
4: That. Ruined.
1: Okay. Uh, call for a show of support. Any majority means that the place can speak freely in its own voice. Ask the uh, ask the MC what it says. A unanimity means that, furthermore, it can act for the moment on its own behalf.
2: Okay, so um, what is this place?
1: There's a there's a, a ripple and a thrum that runs through uh, the lake bed, um, and the the image of of the town as it was in in 1949 uh, dissolves. Um, you you see the um, the lake bed it is, as it is today, um, there are, there are, uh, foundations, uh, remaining of the buildings. Um, some, some of the structures are, are, um, still, still fully standing, but, you know, rotten and collapsed under, under decades of, uh, of weathering from the water, um, It is, it is murky, uh, and, and the audience has become completely translucent, um, and the, the lake, the town, the lake, maybe both, um, says, what's past is past. And I understand that you are all lost. I don't know what lured you back here, whether it was the memories of past happiness, of families, of friends and neighbors, or if it was just a longing to return to somewhere that you can never go again. But your friends and neighbors... Who aren't here today, would they would they want you to to linger in this place? I don't think so. Go, my fellow citizens. Rest. Um And then um the the water seems to swirl in a in a weird uh, in a weird gyre uh a uh, a whirlpool um and it it swarms over uh William the Wolson and uh he, he's like hey, wait 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 a second what what's going on this th- 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 this isn't right this isn't right I'm out food, I am supposed to feed um you you can see him transforming back and forth uh between his humanoid form um and oddly enough uh, a kelpie he's a water horse
0: um,
4: <laughs>
1: as he as he rotates uh and is and is spun um by by the by the whirlpool um the the ghosts all all glare at him uh they they all start they all start shouting um and and one by one they swirl into the whirlpool too and he he starts to no 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 you can't no i won't let you and then the whirlpool drives down into the lake bed uh in into the earth um uh, a Fisher opens up, uh, and an eerie green light erupts from beneath. Um, and you see the, the rest of the townspeople who didn't, uh, you know, ju- jump into the, into the, uh, whirlpool, uh, all, all, you know, take one last look around, uh, and march down into the light. Um, except for Miss Savage and Mayor Gray. They stay behind to talk to you. Um,
0: well, I
2: I'm going well. to turn back into myself in my tent, put my clothes back on,
0: and then come out. <laughs> I do none of those things.
1: Um...
2: Did you enjoy the show? Oh,
1: I haven't laughed so hard. Well, uh, s- since I was alive, really. We uh, that has been a while. I'm glad I
3: could be a service.
2: I'm sorry we couldn't save you.
1: Oh, but you did. We were we were trapped here for whatever reason. And that thing was preying on us. You you set us free. And we can finally go on to our rest. I can't abide a greedy fairy.
4: I'm glad that
2: you found your rest. Would you uh mind if we tagged along? We have a as as it so happens, we have an appointment in the underworld. Oh, by all means
1: before you go well before before we set off. There, there is, there is something I should, I should tell you. I, I remembered, as soon as, well, as soon as I remembered, um, he, he um, leans in close, Uncle Jersbleem, and he whispers something into your ear. Um, so what he had to give was secrets of the grave. Um, so I'm going to say that um, any time during the performance in hell. Um, you can, you can reveal that, um, Mayor Gray told you something that was useful to the immediate situation, um, and, and what that secret was, um, and, and it'll give you a bonus or, you know, allow you to do uh, a move that you wouldn't have, or you know, otherwise been able to do. Um, it'll have some kind of situational uh, application. I don't. I don't have a secret of the grave right now handy, so we're just going to leave it up to. Uh, we'll we'll bring it in when it's narratively convenient.
0: Sounds good. And I will go over and speak to Ms. Savage. Well, what did you think of the play, my dear? Did it raise enough hell for your tastes?
1: Uh, more than enough for my taste. I must say, this was uh, an enlightening performance.
0: Yes, I was hoping it would be. And how do you feel about it now? Well,
1: I'm, I'm definitely sad, but I, I feel like it's time to move on.
0: There's there's I'm nothing glad to hear there's no major piece.
1: I have she um she has like a like a a brooch pin, uh very very um big and inlaid with emeralds. She she takes it off and she passes it to you and she says I think I have an inkling of where you might be going, and you you may need you may need some protection. Oh, what uh, is this? I don't I don't know if I can follow you there, but take this with you. Um, it'll it'll keep you safe.
0: Why, why thank you very much. I I bend down and and kiss the top of her hand as she hands it to me.
1: She, uh, she smiles. She, she holds out her, she holds out her arm and says, well, shall we?
0: Oh, by all means, uh, would you care to ride in my wagon
1: on the way there? I'd be delighted.
0: Alright, so I'll, I'll link my arm in hers and lead her over and help her up to the, you know, the top seat of my wagon behind the two giant peacocks.
1: Um, the the other wagons are are loading up. Um, the uh, the glowing green hole in the in the lake bed is is uh, starting to seal itself shut again. Um, but just in the nick of time, the uh, the circus um, gets itself together, all packed up, and uh, Uncle, you point the way down into the underworld and. Everybody goes.
3: I have one, uh, one last thing that Dal has to say to Uncle Joe's blame. All right. So we tried your way. So now it's the my turn, right? Now it's my way.
2: My way worked, though, Dal. Oh, oh, yeah.
3: All oh, right, it did. Oh, does that mean I lose the bet? And I can't talk yes, for a day.
2: That's right.
3: Ah. <sighs> Thank goodness I know sign language. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
0: so, Uncle Jared so
2: Leem's face drops.
4: <laughs>
0: I I would also imagine because the way Dahl is as she starts moving her hands, it like just clicks and clacks all the time, and is probably even louder than her talking. <laughs> Uh,
1: so the the circus heads off to hell, but Uncle Joe's bleen is already there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so at the end of the performance, um, how did the events? How did the events of this show affect you? Who's who's stepping toward winter? Who's stepping toward summer?
0: Uh I'm already all the way open. I think I'm going to stay there.
3: Yeah, I'm already all the way summer.
1: Yeah, me too. Okay, and nobody wants to shift towards winter, so there we go. Um and the the you next know, actually, performance
3: Actually, I'm going to do a slight shift towards winter. Because I'm going to shift to hinges instead of ribbons. So that's extra fun for my sign language. <laughs>
1: Uh, they're, they're rusty hinges, so they're extra creaky.
2: You're moving towards winter because they're, you're moving towards winter because the, you lost the bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is there any reason to do that? Is there, do you get anything for shifting?
1: Um, it lets you, it lets you shift points around in your, in your moves. So, uh, doll, Ah, you can, you can take a point off of one move and move it into another. To, to reflect that change um
3: in my specific plays or the obvious plays uh any of them alright I will think about that by next time
1: okay um and the the last game in this campaign is going to be performing for Satan and his demonic retinue in hell are we still okay with that Mm-hmm. sure yeah. alright Fantastic. All right. Um, so that was... What did I call this? Um, the Last Farewell. Okay. 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 Hi everyone else... I uh, so um, questions, comments, suggestions, criticisms, anything you'd like to see more of or less of?
2: I'm glad I got to... Uh, we got to meet William the Walson.
0: He was a monster. He deserved those 100 horse limericks. <laughs>
1: um, and I, I should point out, uh, Will, if you started listening to this and you, you listened this far through all of that, um, I, I, I don't think you're a horrible monster who, who feeds on the spirits of the restless dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, you figured me out? <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Um Ed, Ed just named his nemesis William the Wilson and I, I had to go with that name. Uh so I I came up with this character, you know, pretty much out of out of whole cloth. Um with the exception of the fat guy in a little coat reference. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah okay so in that case um does anyone have any last
4: will thoughts I do uh I
1: mm-hmm.
4: want to
3: ride on a hot
4: air balloon <laughs>